0: No New Year's
1: Day. Hey guys, for this episode, we are going to talk about Michigan plus Michigan State University. Uh, that's why I invited one of my best friends, happens to be a diehard Spartan. His name is Ben. Hey Ben, do you want to introduce yourself a little?
0: Yeah, hey everyone, I'm Ben Wurst. Uh, born and raised in Michigan, been here a long time. Uh, just moved to Chicago, but happy to talk a lot about Michigan.
1: So Ben let's start with like why your family moved to Michigan
0: yeah sure so uh, unfortunately not a too exciting of a story Um, my family actually started in Germany Uh, my mother's from um, sort of an area outside of Stuttgart Germany and uh, when she came to the US um, and my father was in South Dakota uh, neither of them had a real interest in staying uh on the coast you know in, in California and yeah um one of the places that uh offered a job to my mother because um she's uh she was uh an TA and wanted to be a professor um she got a job offer from Michigan State um maybe 30 40 years ago now I don't actually know
1: yeah
0: um but it was that job offer that attracted them to Michigan uh specifically East Lansing and um once they came here they actually really really enjoyed the area um east lansing is not really a big city so it's really there's a big sense of community um and my mother had a lot of opportunities at her job in michigan state um and so you know when my my father found a job um similarly in lansing and really liked it so uh, there wasn't any interest to leave really. Uh, and of course I came along and, um, you know, we, we just loved the area, stayed in Michigan. And honestly, looking back, um, I really like it. Uh, I, I love Michigan as a area. Um, the climate is great for me. I really like it. The area is really wooded and, um, lots of forest. So, um, it really appealed to what I like as, in, yeah. as far as nature goes. And, um, and I think same with my family, so we really didn't have a reason to leave.
1: Yeah, but no reason is the best reason. Uh, ben, do you know why exactly. I studied Michigan? Why I choose Michigan State?
0: Why did you choose Michigan State? Yeah, I think I
1: never told you this, but the reason why I choose this because... Okay, so for the majority of Taiwanese, because my listener basically there, I think 80, 90% of them are Taiwanese. So majority of Taiwanese, if you talk about U.S. impression for them, I guess 60% of them will think about California because most of the Taiwanese live in California. And sure. <laughs> the other 30% might think about New York, and the other 10% might think of, 9% might think of Texas, and 1% of Taiwanese will think of the rest of the states in US. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> totally understand that. Yeah. yeah. So at first, I'm just like a regular Taiwanese. I applied for a couple of schools in California, and then I realized that uh, it is pretty weird cause, or unfair because. For example, one department of UC Davis might receive more obligations than the whole university of MSU. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. When I, yeah, it's really competitive. So when I apply for it and I applied for a bunch, got some. But like I would just Google the ranking of our, our department. And I realized that oh, Michigan State is pretty good. So I applied for it and I got it. I got the offer. So that's why I moved to Michigan. Same as you kind of like no reason, but I like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's um. It's pretty nice. I mean, obviously, I was I was in Michigan and um, coming to Michigan State was sort of a no brainer because my mother worked there. I actually yeah. got a discount on tuition. So oh, okay. financially, it was good. And also I grew up, you know, a fan of Michigan State. So um, I, I also like uh, early on when I was an undergrad I did actually want to go out to the coast because I wanted to do marine biology. Oh yeah. um, yeah. Study the oceans and stuff. And obviously kind of weird to do that in Michigan. Um, but looking at, you know, out of state tuition for USC and not that I was getting into places like UCLA and, um, like high level, uh, areas out there. Um, I still wanted to try it. Um, but when the offer came from Michigan state, it was kind of like yeah this this feels right and looking back i i'm very happy with my decision yeah i mean i you know one could wonder what my life would be like had i actually gone out there but um honestly where i am today i'm i'm happy i stayed in michigan
1: yeah but i got a question so even though you're in michigan you can still study because because we got a big lake right so sure so you can still study. I'm not sure whether it's still called marine biology, but you can still study fish. Oh, yeah. In the Michigan yep, Lake. Yeah, right?
0: yeah there is uh, Michigan State actually has a really big sort of fisheries, fisheries and wildlife department. That's um, it not necessarily marine biology. What it is, is it's more managing actual uh-huh. resources. So it's like keeping track of how many fish there are so that we make sure that the ecosystem is healthy while also, you know, making sure that people can, you know, eat and consume the natural resources. Really cool. Um, I actually had, you know, people that I went to school with ended up in that department. Um, and as much as I really, really like that, um, sort of like that type of study, um, I more fell in love with like data and analytics and, um, kind of went on that, uh, sort of data science path. Yeah. Um that's actually, you know, how uh, you and I met uh yeah, yeah. in the, a program specific for business analytics. And it's a far it's far from uh, green biology or any sort of biology, but um, but you yeah, can use so that skills I,
1: in biology, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I think Michigan State is actually pretty famous, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty famous like uh, whatever like non-Taiwanese talk to the America I talk to usually everybody knows Michigan State mm-hmm. so I think a lot of Taiwanese were concerned uh, this is this is not necessary but a lot of Taiwanese concern that is Asian stuff whether a school is famous enough or not sure <laughs> yeah, oh, do I mean, you, yeah do you think you do think overall Michigan State is famous enough like basically everybody knows about it
0: yeah so uh that's an interesting question um I would say the reason Michigan State is famous is sort of by design. Oh, okay. um, Michigan State Michigan State does spend resources, time, and money on recruiting um, outside of the United States, and they they do pride themselves on being in a really international uh, recognized school. Um, as far as like where, if if your question is like, how does Michigan State kind of like rank in? the U.S. colleges? Is that what you're asking? No, I'm just
1: asking like overall popularity, whether people know like a lot of schools, oh. they are they are just like Duke. Everybody knows Duke or like Harvard. But I think sure. I think okay. as far as people I know, like everybody kind of know Michigan State.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that has a little bit to do with the fact that Michigan State is a part of the Big Ten, which is Um, I I think probably the most famous, like as far as international schools go, besides Ivy League, of course, um, I think the Big Ten is one of the most um, recognized uh, conferences. And probably the most famous two are Ohio State, sorry, the Ohio State and (laughs) uh, University of Michigan. Um, They have really, really big brands, especially in the United States. And part of that is because they're so... They're really old schools. Um, they've yeah. been around for like hundreds of years. Michigan State is not nearly as old, um, but they have been really influential in the Big Ten. Um, I, I can't actually speak to, I don't, I don't believe they were like one of the original schools, but um, they're a lot older than some of the more recent additions to the Big Ten. And because of that, I think their image has been, they have been like generating alumni, you know, people going to Michigan state for a really long time and spreading around. And I know there's, um, a lot of people, uh, Michigan state alumni in, um, places like California and, and Texas. So, uh, I think the, the brand of Michigan state is pretty powerful, not Ivy league level. And, um, but definitely on par with, like sort of
1: other top 10 schools you would yeah. imagine because a lot of Taiwanese if they want to study it was just like I used to be the first thing they would do is <laughs> search for school in California they don't even search for a lot of people don't even search search for school name you know they search California University <laughs> and see what kind of university you have yeah. and then they decided to apply for it so we even we even in part of the movie right did you see that movie Don't Look Up
0: I haven't no. oh you
1: haven't oh no, no. But did you see they're filming the campus?
0: I, I heard about that, yeah.
1: Yeah. You should see that. That one is pretty cool. They they got all our t shirt or whatever in that in that movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've definitely heard cool things about that movie, of course. Um they put it on wasn't it on just Netflix or something? Yeah, no, no, Netflix. Um, yeah, if you don't have Netflix you don't you don't get to see it Yeah. Okay, you can but... use my
1: you can use my Netflix account. I think you should you deserve <laughs> to see that one. <laughs> but totally. the but the funny part is like I heard a lot of their uh, the the thing they use actually they they say is is in, in Michigan State, but actually using Massachusetts. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> oh wow! I guess because
1: rent a place in campus actually is pretty expensive, so they decided to you know use cheaper place. I guess
0: I, I could totally understand that. I mean, uh, I I will say like Michigan State's campus is a beautiful place. Yeah, um, it is. So if you were going to you know you could say. It is you could kind of make up wherever you want it to be, um, but if you're going to film somewhere, it makes sense to go to Michigan State because it's the campus is really nice. We have
1: one of the biggest campuses across the nation, right? That's what. I yeah,
0: mean. I I think so. I I couldn't say whether it's like top ten or top twenty, but it's it's definitely massive.
1: Yeah, it's super huge. What is the what is the favorite part for you, like for the campus?
0: Oh man! Football stadium uh, or. Yeah. So they do have, uh, quite a few cool places. Um, I think what I like about it is that it's, it's kind of separate from town. Uh, it really feels like a college area. There's not a lot of like, uh, I guess non-college people living in the area. So, um, a lot of the things are tailored to schools. So like the, we have one main road and that's where all the bars and restaurants are. And it's, It's nice that everything is in walking distance. Yeah. Um, As far as like highlights, probably the big things, I love the stadiums. Um, I'm a sports fan. So they're sort of, they're not like high tech stadiums. They're really classic, like uh, old school college uh, arenas. And I I just kind of like that um, as opposed to like something that is really futuristic and it looks weird compared to all of our brick and ivy. Yeah. uh covered buildings um we also have uh so short history lesson michigan state started as an agricultural school teaching people basically how to farm okay more effectively cool um and because of that we have a ton of like farm area that's like south of campus you can't really walk to it but you can drive around and it's you know we've got like all kinds of farm research going on um but one of the cool uh things because of that is we actually have our own like dairy store they okay. collect their own dairy they process it and turn it into ice cream and cheese and all that so it's really good like fresh ice cream um, wait how come i never taste it the...
1: wait did we ever went to a dairy uh, store that's probably my fault oh sorry <laughs> um, oh they did we did, did <laughs> Sorry, we go they there? did
0: close during the pandemic oh
1: okay wait when you say the agricultural farm that left field is it the place uh, you took me to a Rose Garden around that is that around that era?
0: Uh, it's, even further it's even further south than that. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's pretty far away. Um yeah, it's it's they teach, you know, like animal health, but they also teach like how to grow grass for um uh, it's called like turf science or something. Yeah. Where they teach you how to grow grass for like golf courses and landscaping. So really
1: cool oh talk about golf course there are so many golf courses in connecticut like every part become a golf place oh my god Wow. (laughs) move to connecticut i realized that michigan rent is so cheap
0: (laughs) oh yeah the cost of living in michigan is is very comfortable
1: yeah how much is usually if you want to live in a dormitory for school in school Oh,
0: oh man i actually uh so i haven't lived in the dorms for like four or five years yeah so i honestly couldn't tell you what it is today back back in my day um oh, okay <clears throat> the, yeah don't don't uh, care about
1: inflation let's just add like 10% on it
0: <laughs> yeah i i think um so the the bills come in uh like semester so you pay for a whole semester so what that equates to as far as monthly rent i want to say it was maybe between like uh 1200 or maybe 1,500 at the most, um, for, for like one? a month.
1: Oh, for a month? Does that include the meal plan?
0: I, I believe so, okay. actually. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty... Um, like, you, you'd you pay one bill, and you'd get pretty much unlimited food, and uh, a sad dorm, but it's a roof, I guess. Yeah,
1: but move outside, if you want to stay off-campus, is actually pretty cheap, right? Like, I live in a place, pretty big, uh like a one bedroom one like one bathroom and one living room costs like 750 oh yeah i actually appreciate it. what about how about your place
0: yeah so uh there's definitely really cheap places especially if you um if you get a lot of roommates you get like a four four apartment or four bedroom apartment with three other people um you can pay as little as like i think 500 600 yeah. something like that like it's really cheap, but there's also really, really nice places. So, um, from my experience, I had one, a one bed, one bath that was 800. Um, I had a two bed, two bath when I was, when I had a roommate, um, that was maybe 1200. I also had a really nice place, uh, that I paid, uh, 1800, but that was sort of, um, like my senior year, I was like, I wanted to splurge and, Get a really nice two-bedroom place, and yeah. you can really pay either as as much as you're comfortable with. And I, I feel like um, in East Lansing there is a really good variety of you can you can live in a cheap house with like eight other people and pay yeah literally literally nothing, or you can live in a really really nice modern apartment with uh, great amenities for pretty expensive.
1: Yeah, have you ever lived in that kind of places like fraternity house?
0: <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Well, not really unfortunately. It w- it wasn't the thing that I was interested in when I was starting school.
1: But they they like 16 people live in the same big house, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is what I Yeah, I, see. I mean,
0: it, it it looks interesting on when it's in like movies and TV, but like actually if you think about it, is that really does that really sound that fun? Yeah, <laughs> I like know. I
1: think I think a lot of fraternity house they kind of be forced to shut down during COVID. I'm not sure is that correct, but they just cannot live in there because, or like for health concern, you should not live in there, right? Because they're just best place for virus to grow.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh I'm I'm sure they were closed down mostly because people weren't living in or like going to school in person. Yeah. Um. So why? Because you also remember you also have to pay to be. You have to pay to live in that house. So. If you don't have, if you're not going to be on campus, why, why stay in the yeah,
1: house with true.
0: fifteen of your favorite friends? Um, so <laughs> I think most people left, and they probably closed them just to be safe. Uh,
1: do you want to introduce a little about fraternity? Because uh, I think most of the Taiwanese don't understand what is fraternity.
0: I mean, uh, uh, just just like <laughs> I'm general impression. Expert.
1: Yeah, just a general yeah. impression
0: sure um i'm i'm not the expert in it but uh essentially a fraternity and a sorority they're they're the same idea um and they're they're essentially clubs um exclusive clubs that you you join there's sort of an application process um and a fraternity is specifically for men um, but there are co-ed fraternities now it's it's not black and white as it used to be but traditionally fraternity is men uh sorority is women but um they're they're co-ed not co-ed now so uh it doesn't really matter um and the uh, what people join fraternities for number one is it is a club and it's um mm-hmm. like there will be branches at multiple schools so for example if you join uh this one fraternity at michigan state there will be like brother fraternities at other schools and it's like a really really good networking opportunity yeah. um you essentially you're in a club and uh you're sort of put in with friends so uh you have a good opportunity to network not only in your own school but um outside and a cool thing like um i i've heard of fraternities doing a lot of cool like community work so fraternities will you know help with like blood drives um they'll assist like you know if they're like a um a fraternity that's sort of around maybe say business or something they yeah. might actually use those business skills to help the neighboring community which like I, I think there are a lot of cool things that um, fraternities do as a part of a club that said there are also um, fraternities that don't really do either of that and they're more of like a social club um, where you you have to like apply to get in um, I couldn't tell you how competitive it is to get in yeah Um, and but once you're in the club uh you know you get access to fraternity parties which you know to each their own they can be fun if you're young and um excited about the american college culture that you see in the movies and tv that's that's where you would go to to see that um so yeah there's I think good and bad parts Um, not everyone in the fraternity lives in the house but typically fraternities and sororities will have like one sort of home base on their campus where they throw the parties um people live they have meetings at I don't know once a week month meeting Um, what kind of meeting
1: (laughs) drinking meetings
0: (laughs) uh well yes party (laughs) meetings but also like they take care of business you know they have to work on a budget they have to um if they're debating between two like charities to work for, um, they need to pick one. Um, I'm sure there's more substantial decisions made in a fraternity, but uh, unfortunately, because I'm not a part of one, I, I couldn't tell you that.
1: Yeah, I think I remember there's one time, I think I remember you drove me and we just drove by a fraternity party. And I remember you told me that you don't know whether you are racist but you think every fraternity guy looks the same right
0: um i mean <laughs> i i think they're but they, frater- they dress
1: they dress similar that is true
0: true yeah i mean i think that that's just like a a culture thing people do that because they want to fit in because the point yeah. of a fraternity is you want to fit into the group so <clears throat> if your group is wearing salmon colored shorts and a white t-shirt you want to wear that so that you feel like you fit into the to the group
1: what i see is usually white t-shirt very short pants and usually the pants will be pink that's what i see yeah that, right? i mean
0: that's that's sort of the stereotype <laughs> these days but yeah
1: and usually wear a cap <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they work out sometimes but they don't like hard they don't do hard work out, but they work out
0: <laughs> yeah i i mean i think hopefully what i what i hope is that people have their own identity, and then they come to the fraternity and they just kind of align it with the group. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. That said, especially like I notice when young, like fresh from or like starting college fresh, those freshmen are impressionable, meaning that when they join a fraternity, they want to look like the the cool kids, the senior, yeah. um, uh, their friends in the fraternity who are seniors. They want to look like that because that's what the cool kids are doing
1: yeah i think this kind of thing kind of changed as far as me when i was young usually i got a cool kids image so i want to i want to be that kind of cool kid I, I guess when i grew up i realized that uh, people will not think you're cool if you're not unique so you got to be yourself exactly. yeah right
0: exactly yeah
1: yeah i think fraternity usually they are pretty peaceful besides party besides holiday sometimes my place just right next to fraternity right and usually every if there's a holiday or like saturday morning usually they are pretty rowdy yeah <laughs> start from. Yeah. yeah they don't sleep they start they start from friday night all the way to like like saturday <laughs> evening whatever
0: yeah <laughs> it's kind of crazy yeah i mean um i think that's it depends on the the like group of people that are living with that fraternity i mean they're the ones who are deciding whether they party or not. So yeah. I think you you can get a variety. I've I've definitely seen those for um, fraternities that are partying every weekend. Um, and then others that are just sort of partying,
1: you know. How can their liver takes it? I don't understand. But I <laughs> I used to drink a lot, but I I see some clips about how fraternity people drink. They're kinda of crazy. They're actually not enjoying it, I, I think they're suffering sometimes. I mean but that's yeah. like the stereotypical image of fraternity party. <laughs> So the other question, this question is why Michigan people are so nice. Because people are in you know people in New York they are rude, they are asshole. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> this is true. I'll, I'll tell you a couple story about it. But I live in Connecticut. It's more like the outskirts of New York. Sure. You know, so like in New York, it's the this is the rudest place. It's like a drop in the water, yeah. and then ripple, right? When yeah, the further yeah. you go, is getting the rude then start to decrease. In Connecticut, they are still rude when people are driving. You know, when you're driving, oh yeah. Sometimes you hunk people if they cut you, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in here it's different. They hunk people when they think this guy potentially gonna cut you. You know the difference yeah. is? Cause like they don't they just hunk you because they think you're gonna cut them, but you're actually not, not thinking of it. Like you're going straight but they hunk you. Wow. So this is really yeah. my question. Why Michigan people are so nice?
0: Yeah, I mean that's it's an interesting question because you know, I, I've only been in, I've, I've traveled for sure, but I've only really lived like long-term in Michigan. So, um, and a little bit in Chicago. So from my perspective, I think the like that kindness is sort of more like dependent on whether you're living in a city versus like rural, like near farms or a small town. Um, because I I really only have like three experiences with like rudeness of people. Um, so I, I currently live in Chicago. Um, so I'm, I'm on vacation in Michigan. Uh, and I feel like Chicago really it's, it's not necessarily rude, but because it's a city, people have, people have like things to do. They have their own lives. And so people aren't really kind in the sense that they're, they don't want to, like interact with people like on the street or in the store, if you say hi, they just kind of, you know, yeah, just nod and go on their way. And I think it's because there's so much going on. There's like the hustle bustle of the city. Yeah. Whereas when you come to Michigan, there's not a ton of that city and there's not a ton to like, I love Michigan, but there's not a ton to do. It's a very relaxed, uh, calm sort of environment. So um, people don't, always have things to do. They're just kind of at the store to be at the store. And so what I find is like the people who are nice, you know, like you're standing in line and you have a, like you're buying two or three things but the person in front of you has like 50 things in their cart, you know, they'll notice, they'll say, hey, why don't you go ahead of me? Cause I think people really, you know, it doesn't matter. They, They don't have places to be. It's if it's 10 more minutes, it's fine. And um you know other kindness you know people actually talking to you as opposed to just kind of like uh, if you are like at a restaurant, let's say you know the, the waiter might just be like, what's your food or like if you're in Chicago I I get the sense that from my experience at least people just want you to do your thing and and get out of the way whereas um, like my experience in Michigan is like people want to interact hey, how are you um, you know, where are you from? What are you doing here? Uh, so, so I think like that kindness is sort of dependent on, um, like how intense the life is there. And I feel like in Michigan people are just generally happier because there's, uh, I don't know, less, less to do less pressure. That's honestly, that's sort of surprising. Uh, the only time I've been in the East coast, um, like not in new york city was in boston and man i i thought people in boston were i mean grouchy yes but like kind of nice i don't know maybe Uh, maybe that's different
1: the the reason why i asked this one of the other reason is when i first uh got to my current job uh, i talked to a lady she lives in michigan right now she actually retired last month so thanks yeah she actually told me that you need to beware of uh, non-Michigan people because they are not as nice as Michigan people
0: <laughs> wow yeah
1: they are, she actually <laughs> said that to me she said that people came I think it's kind of true when people came from big city you know they have the vibe yes yes right they they think sometimes they think they're just more important I don't know how to say it they just yeah, yeah. oh I,
0: I mean I understand that that's sort of what I was saying is like people in the city, they have like things to do and that makes them feel important so i mean i'm i'm guilty of this when i like walk down the street yeah like i don't stop and talk to people ever because i i've got a mission uh <laughs> walking with the purpose here so yeah um, i feel like in michigan you don't do that because um yeah i'm, I'm in, unless you're like late to work you know what's what's the rush
1: yeah but in, in just like in new york actually when you walk on the street a lot of people talk to you because they're homeless and they're you oh. know, yeah they're just that's a different problem yeah, yeah, yeah that's a different problem but yeah uh i think you told me before that this is kind of not that nice part for michigan you, you told me before that michigan government isn't that friendly to homeless right
0: not really i mean
1: uh i mean I, yeah, at least it's I complicated
0: but i yeah. would say no not not really
1: yeah you, you told me that there's a they put a green light under a bridge is that correct
0: Oh, in Lansing, yeah, Yeah, so that that was, um, there's a type of architecture where, uh, people design things to, uh, get, not get rid of homeless, but, um, to like tell them, Hey, this isn't a place for you to, to be. So like one good example is on benches, instead of having like, uh, two armrests and then a flat bench in the middle. Yep. What they'll do is they'll actually put, like, dividers on the bench so that you can't lay. Yeah. Um. And that's, like, an unfortunate thing. And in Lansing, Michigan, they actually have done um, at least one thing where they put a... There was a bridge that uh, homeless people tended to, you know, stay under. Um. And what they did is they put a really bright light. And uh, they, like, landscaped it so that you can't actually... It's, like, uncomfortable to stay anymore. Yeah. Stay there, so... Um, yeah, I, I guess in general.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just traveled back from New Orleans. They are pretty nice to homeless, just like you, uh, just like the bench you mentioned. They don't have the middle on bar, yeah. so like you can just sleep there. And I think a lot some places like they don't put any light under the bridge. They just and so a lot of homeless kind of gathering under the bridge. Yeah. I, I but they are in New Orleans. They are kind of friendly. I guess because alcohol is free to drink outside in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> some people are nicer. nice i don't know <laughs> but like in california i visited one time in california like uh, california homeless are actually pretty aggressive mm, but yeah. i didn't really see any homeless in michigan
0: yeah so that's so number one um it doesn't if you're you know homeless uh and you have uh not a lot of like money it uh, there are places in Michigan, especially like Lansing, where you can actually get help and seek help. And I think this is true of, this is true, should be true of pretty much anywhere. Um, the thing is when you're like in cities, it tends to be too crowded. Um, and especially in Michigan, obviously you've been through a Michigan winter. Um, it's not healthy to, to be like outside, not in shelters in Michigan. Um, and I mean, the same is true, like probably in the East Coast as well. So um, I think uh, also Lansing isn't that big of a city. So you're like, the fact that you haven't seen a ton of homeless isn't surprising, um, yeah. especially if you have visited like, like California, I, I think is, has the biggest homeless population. True. And the problem there is that the weather is nice enough that people can stay out. True. So there's not a ton of incentive to like go to shelters or to seek help when you can
1: um Yeah, I think just, same as New Orleans. The weather is really nice. So people can yeah. just stay out. But I think if you stay out in Michigan during winter you will literally you will die. Right? It
0: is it is very dangerous.
1: Yeah. uh to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh since you talk about weather, do you want to talk a little bit about Michigan's weather?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, I mean it's <laughs> one of the biggest part. things that I loved about the yeah. place
1: one of my classmates, he also born and raised in Michigan. So he actually told me that in Michigan, almost eight months a year, you got to stay indoor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it's complicated. (laughs) Uh, If you are coming to Michigan, that is true. Uh, The winters in Michigan can be pretty brutal. Um, The lakes that are surrounding Michigan, tend to produce a lot of snow not not a not the most snow uh michigan doesn't get the most snow in the yeah. country so it's not that bad but um we do get a lot of snow um it's a relatively wet winter usually so um if it's not snowing it might be like rainy or sort of like icy it's uh not the best to drive um
1: yeah
0: or to be outside oh yeah you gotta uh,
1: pick a good car to drive
0: <laughs> yeah oh yeah. for sure yeah um that said, though, uh, I feel like Michigan has a lot of cool stuff to out- do outdoors in the winter if you are comfortable with it. So, yeah. um, I for one am like, I love the cold weather, and um, you know, if if you invest in good boots, like good clothes, head to toe, um, there's a lot of stuff. I went fishing in the winter. Um, like, if you're good about and and smart about either how you boat or you can ice fish. Or you oh, can just go fish. through, like, the okay. woods <laughs> in the winter. It's honestly, like, really beautiful. There's something, like, so peaceful about snow because it's so quiet and yeah. um, there's not a lot of wildlife. So it's, I, like, really no birds, no frogs. It's um, it's really beautiful in the winter. So yes, winter is, uh, I would say for most people, not comfortable. Yeah. Um, the snow is, can be annoying. Driving the snow can be dangerous. Sure. Yeah. Um, Summer uh, is sort of the opposite. Uh, well, obviously it's the opposite. Um, you pretty much always want to be doing stuff outside because the summer is pretty short. Um, yeah. It's beautiful and amazing, pretty short. Um, there's so much summer stuff to do in Michigan. Um, there are so many lakes, the small little lakes, uh, you have rivers. You also have, like, giant lakes. Lakes that, like, look like oceans. You can't yeah. see the other side. It's like a sandy beach. Um, if it weren't for the small little waves, you would probably think it's, like, yeah, an ocean. Huh. Um, awesome, awesome stuff to do there. The lakes, they uh, get warmer than the ocean, so um, it's actually, like, comfortable to swim in. Um, obviously, it depends where you are. And... and yeah, and like, the outdoors are beautiful. It the summer temperature wise, um, Ray, you might have to correct me. I think it probably gets to about is it like like ninety degrees is about what thirty five Celsius?
1: Uh, you mean during summer? Yeah, but around like 30, 31 to thirty
0: five. Yeah, it like pe- it probably peaks at probably like yeah it, uh, 35 during the noon maybe like,
1: thirty five. But the thirty five isn't yeah. as hot as the thirty five in Taiwan because the humidity is uh, lower. So sure. it didn't deliver the heat that well. So it's actually, yeah. I can actually, I kind of like Michigan's weather because, you know, in Taiwan it's a subtropical yeah, uh, region. Oh, yeah. So like during the summer, or even during like a lot of time, not even summer, before summer, you will see people just sweat all the time on the street. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, I mean, it gets like that in in Michigan. I think probably not nearly as humid, but um, I mean, we have. I think this past weekend or this past week we actually hit like 80 percent humidity okay um well, that's really pretty... humid but it's not it's not too hot um yeah so yeah michigan summer is fantastic uh yeah. spring and fall honestly okay so well i'm gonna start with spring spring is complicated because in michigan the uh the lakes actually uh produce a lot not produce a lot of our climate but impact our climate quite a bit so we don't really warm up very fast it actually takes a while to warm up and so the first half of spring is still kind of like winter number two um it tends to be less snow and more like rainy cold wet dreary stuff like that um so once you get to about like may things start to actually like warm up and that is the beautiful time um yeah. the like the winters are dead you have nothing on the trees it's brown the gra- like the ground grass is dead and brown but it's like within a month everything starts to fill with green and it's like um like you can see it every day it's like greener and greener and suddenly like in the summer it's like thick green every direction you look yeah. unless you're living in like the city is um like rich plants um and it's it's beautiful and like the spring is great because um you know all the the little animals are coming all the birds are back uh everything is blooming it smells great and amazing um really fun time but the fall is honestly my favorite oh,
1: um yep. the
0: fall season uh starts technically i think in september i think i should know that uh i believe it's either august or september we're starting to get creep into the fall but like i said everything in the summer is super green and everything kind of before it dies off to get into winter um everything turns amazing colors you get reds like um well okay you mostly get reds but it's (laughs) it's beautiful the trees i mean on the east coast actually ray is probably about as good as it gets in the united states for that like transition between like summer and winter it's it's amazing um and the fall is so traditionally obviously the fall is like when all the harvest is ready so the fall is full of um like uh traditions that are kind of celebrating the harvest for the year um and so like the obviously the most famous one in america really is like the pumpkin spice and pumpkins and so you you see that everywhere in like starbucks and coffee but um like that whole pumpkin spice the apples apple orchards all that sort of stuff those hit um and then you get uh like the start of school which you know depends who you are but most people find that fun it's like starting the next adventure um one thing that i'm a big fan of is sports start in the fall so football college football um all that starts in the fall technically i think basketball sort of starts but i think that's sort of late fall um and then of course you have like halloween which is a really fun um Holiday because it's like a friend's holiday. So most of the other holidays, like Christmas and, and you know, Thanksgiving are like family holidays yeah. where, oh, you have to like go visit the the family and get together. But like Halloween is a party holiday. Like you don't celebrate Halloween with your family unless you're a little kid. So a lot of people really like that holiday, me myself included. Um, and then, yeah, like the Halloween time is just like a cool, uh, I don't know. I, I like it. it's it's yeah. a, a lot of fun social stuff um, but yeah, uh, the temperature there in the weather just kind of like slowly declines like the beginning of fall is really nice. Um, the middle of the fall kind of like like October ish is honestly one of the like most comfortable times because the weather is still warm enough where if you want to wear shorts yeah, and yeah, a t-shirt, yeah. you can. Um, but it's like you can pretty much wear whatever you want in the in that like fall october time um but you don't really need like jackets and stuff like that so you can wear what you like it's uh, i really like that um but then once you get start to get into november it starts to get like cold and uh and then dark and um yeah uh
1: yeah i think one thing you point out is there's a period of time you can wear whatever you want right i think because the previous time is so fucking cold so you can only <laughs> <laughs> this is what I this is what I saw so you cherish that tie even more that's what I feel when you point that to me. because in Taiwan basically like eight months you can wear whatever you want so you kind of don't care about it anymore yeah but in Michigan like there's a eight month or six month before you like you just you can uh, you can only wear a coat yeah that, that's it
0: yeah I think so like places like California um Texas maybe even Florida are places where you can kind of wear whatever you want. But it is not comfortable to wear like especially like in florida and texas it is not comfortable to wear like long pants and like a flannel shirt all the time which is what i personally wear that's my style i'm like a lumberjack but um (laughs) in michigan yeah there's like you you the weather kind of dictates what you wear in the winter you have to wear a coat or you'll die not not actually um and in the summer if you wear like long pants and it's humid and hot like that's going to be really uncomfortable as well so, yeah, you get like in the summer, you have to just kind of wear as little as you're comfortable with. And in the summer, you have to wear as much as you yeah. <laughs> as much as you can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the fall, I love because it's like you can you can wear whatever you want. You can uh, enjoy yeah. enjoy the, the weather without wearing too much.
1: Uh, I got a scientific question for you. So, Ooh. yeah. Do you think the global warming kind of affect Michigan's weather? Because this is my friend told me because, okay, in Taiwan, I think because we are surrounded by this ocean, so actually affect a lot. The season keep changing. So if you ask me what is the weather right now in in Taiwan, I probably cannot tell by my experience. But how about how about Michigan?
0: That is a that's a really good question. So, of course, climate change is going to change the weather everywhere. Like, that's just a fact. Yeah. Um, Michigan is probably more protected than most places in the United States because mm-hmm. of the lakes and because of the just raw, sheer amount of water that Michigan has. So, okay. um, our, our, like worst drought will not be anything, anything close to like what the West coast sees, um, ever. Uh, yeah. there's no way that we're going to lose all that water unless someone steals it. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah <true. laughs> um, uh,
0: I, I think, Uh, The, the lakes, and and this is also going back to kind of what Michigan has done historically is, um, you know, Michigan doesn't have a lot going for them. The one big thing that attracts people to come to Michigan is the nature. Um, We have a bunch of uh, like beautiful forest parks, maybe not like national, like famous national parks, like other places like California, but still very high level um, parks like that. And we take very, very good care of our environment for a very long time. So even the people who kind of doubt climate change in Michigan still prioritize protecting our like natural resources. So, um, you know, we, there of course is pollution. Um, and there's some very serious pollution. Um, uh, you've maybe heard of like that Flint water crisis where we put us, we essentially polluted a, river so it was very acidic and that actually Mm -hmm. dissolved like the pipe that delivered the water to people's homes very dangerous there certainly are um issues with pollution but less so than other places we um or i guess more so than other places we really prioritize protecting like the lakes um and especially like the big ones and because of that we're not too worried about things like um like the ocean we're worried about acidification mm-hmm. the lakes not so much uh we of course get like some pollution uh from like the winters because we salt our roads but not to the extent of, of the ocean so long story short um uh we are probably in uh, as far as the united states michigan is probably pretty high on like the safe region you know mm-hmm. we're not worried about hurricanes becoming stronger because they don't reach michigan um, you know, like things like tornadoes, if they're getting stronger, that might impact us a little bit, but, um, so far I personally haven't experienced like any sort of pattern suggesting that they're getting worse. Yeah. Um, and like the winters, if it dumps more snow, that's not really a problem. We pretty much handle that. Yeah. You just got to
1: claim more, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So,
0: I, I mean, you know, not a client scientist, you know disclaimer but uh, from my understanding of the michigan geography i think we're better off than most other places in the country got it
1: uh okay so this is the other question i actually asked from one of my friend. so he actually asked me in the first place uh this is really hard i believe you can answer it <laughs> sure. yeah but like, sure. just give it a try so uh I used to when I when I was talking to my friend, I, I just I'm just ignorant, I just say that I'm self east lansing master because I lived there for one year, but I'm actually I'm not. So he asked me why there's Lansing and why there's East Lansing. Uh <laughs> this is hard, right?
0: <laughs> I mean uh, I think it's mostly just a geography thing. Uh there is a like main highway that runs between Lansing and East Lansing. Yeah. And my assumption is Lansing just got so big that they just decided to split it into two. Yeah, that's um, a good answer. I would say like the there is a significant difference between like what people do in Lansing and what people do in East Lansing. Um my assumption is, and a big disclaimer, not an East Lansing expert. Oh uh, yeah, even have here are. for a while. I don't know the history <laughs> of the split. Yeah, yeah. But my assumption is michigan state which is in east lansing whether that was in lansing or not i don't know when it started but uh when east lansing or sorry when michigan state started and became bigger and bigger um east lansing was built up around the school in lansing lansing was well established lansing was the capital of michigan for a very very long time and they've built a ton of stuff. They were a big part of the auto industry in Michigan. Um, General Motors had several factories near where I live. Um, Obviously there's a lot of stuff because it's like a government, uh, because it's a capital, there's a lot of government buildings in and around. So that was like all administration, like taking care of the state of Michigan. Um, East Lansing doesn't do any of that. Uh, Like people in East Lansing, you know, people might live and commute to Lansing now, but Um, East Lansing was, I I think it really started as a school and just kind of built up to, I don't know, they have like some law offices and that's about it. They're essentially like a suburb of Lansing. So um, definitely a big difference. Honestly, can't tell you why there's two, um, but I think calling Lansing and East Lansing the same thing is, uh, I mean, personally, I wouldn't get offended by it. Uh, I think (laughs) technically taxes wise they're two separate places but um i pretty much i call it lansing yeah
1: so i actually did some homework why east lansing the oh. like yeah and okay so first i did some homework why called lansing uh so it's like early settler his name is lansing he's from he's a he's a german so his name is lansing so he called his place lansing okay that's a pretty easy answer and i think just like what you said like because if you google like east lansing you'll realize that wikipedia the f- like the first paragraph that we'll talk about because East Lansing is built around Michigan Michigan State University. <laughs> like, oh, I think oh, you're cool. probably right. That
0: yeah. was that was sixty percent a guess.
1: Yeah, that's pretty accurate accurate, I have to say. Now you're in Chicago, right? Like overall do you like Chicago more or East Lansing more?
0: Ah uh, yeah. And so... which
1: which team you still support? Okay, so
0: I will support <laughs> michigan-based teams okay over pretty much anyone else okay sure cool I'll, I'll i'll get that out of the way so uh lions i'll live or die by them uh tigers pistons red wings um michigan state of course uh even like i i respect university of michigan so like michigan state number one machines yeah down there a little bit oh but, we need to
1: talk about um, the rivalry later
0: yeah sure sure yeah uh so sports wise Michigan sports comes first, then then Chicago, but okay. Chicago is is now high on the list. So, yeah. um, uh, short background: I moved to Chicago for for work. I finished at Michigan State, found a um, cool opportunity in Chicago, and I was like, mm, you know, I'll try for a year, see how I like it. Fell in love with it. I love what I do. I love who I work for. All that. Love the team. So, I, I'm looking sort of down in the future. I want to be in Chicago. Um, so i've only lived in chicago for a couple months like four or five at this point so still fresh still of course a transplant you can probably tell if you're on the street of chicago uh still still fresh in the area um this is an interesting question because i think it depends on what i like what point i am in life so right now um i love chicago and i put it above East Lansing and, and Michigan in general, because it has all of the opportunity that I am looking for. So um, in Michigan, there's not a ton of things that I like as a young 25 year old dude. Uh, I want to do, I want to do things that are in Chicago. I want to do, uh, you know, live in the city, go to, go to bars and fancy restaurants. And that's kind of difficult to do in Michigan.
1: Yeah.
0: That said, like growing up, I would, definitely like knowing having lived in Chicago now um, I would prefer to live in Michigan as a young person because I felt like Michigan was, you know, a more relaxed environment. Um, Like driving wasn't a problem. I felt more comfortable like, you know, being out and about um, at night, like it just felt like a better, safer place to be um, as a, as a young child. Um, So I think, yeah, with, what i am looking for and the opportunities i am looking for um i am i'm a big fan of chicago and i i assume that'll change when i'm ready to settle down and yeah. i'm like deciding do i want to live like do i want to like raise a family in chicago I'd, yeah i'd actually prefer probably michigan i mean yeah
1: yeah i think raising a kissing in michigan might be better because i grew up in the city so actually i actually don't like the city vibe city vibe that much it will make you really rude <laughs>
0: Yeah, I could, I could
1: see that. Yeah. yeah, you want to talk a little bit about the rivalry between Michigan and <laughs> Michigan?
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, the other um, the other
1: okay the other one is so when I was in New Orleans, I, I basically chat to every Uber driver. So there is one Uber driver. He asked me is that where you came from. I said that I. This is a hard question for me, but I just simply said that I came from Michigan, and I said that I studied MSU, and she, he just suddenly yeah because she he's studying Iowa.
0: <laughs> Iowa. <Wow. laughs> yeah,
1: but he said that there's a big rivalry between Iowa and Michigan State. I'm I'm not sure if that is true.
0: Uh, I, uh, I don't know. But so, Ohio has
1: a big rivalry between Michigan State, right?
0: Ohio. Right. So, uh, the biggest ones for Michigan State. Well, really, the only one is Michigan. Okay. Uh, the other like rivalries are like they're. <laughs> on paper they're technically rivalries but
1: they're <laughs> I think we kick their ass
0: <laughs> yeah they're they're not really that um like there, there's no like bad blood like there is blood bad blood between like Michigan and Michigan State like there is genuine hatred between the two schools okay um whereas like with Ohio State with um I think with Indiana I think there is technically a rivalry we like uh whenever we play them there's like a trophy that you get In, I believe it's Iowa. No, not, sorry, not Iowa, Indiana. I think we get like a spittoon, which is um, the weirdest thing to try and describe. Do you know what it is?
1: I'm not sure what it is. (laughs)
0: Okay. So a spittoon is, it's like a metal pot Mm -hmm. that the cowboys used to like spit in.
1: Okay. (laughs) Like when
0: they chewed tobacco. (laughs) They would, like, spit into this, like, bucket that was called a spittoon. Yeah. And it would go, pink! It was, oh, I, I know. know
1: what is that. I, I saw that on the movie, but I just... Yes, what is the name again? I, that's,
0: like, the only place it what, would ever exist. What in is the movie. name it's, again? Spittoon? Spittoon, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. So I saw a lot of cowboys. They just, you know, spit and the sound. Yeah, they go, like they spitting! Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, like, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> it's a really weird trophy. It's, like, the bronze or golden spittoon. I don't know. Anyway... Um, yeah so I think the only real rival like essentially the only big rivalry is is Michigan so um, I, so from uh, obviously I'm like a new ish Michigan state fan I've only been like actively following them for like maybe a, a 10 years ish um, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit less so historically uh, Michigan obviously came first um, and they've been kind of like one of the, elite like programs in the country for a long time as far as sports goes um so like they were really good at football for uh forever and that's actually why ohio state and michigan they have like one of the biggest rivalries in sports like period okay um they they will kill each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's not like michigan and michigan state we have like we have very little respect for each other Mm -hmm. uh michigan and ohio state will kill each other (laughs) Uh, they they genuinely hate each other it's it's impressive honestly um uh and actually like it's such a bitter rivalry that like like i would take a side and say like i would probably root for michigan over ohio state it depends like the circumstances if we need ohio state to win so that michigan state can like, go further, then I'll, I'll root, but yeah. anyway, um, so the rivalry, so Michigan, much more established team, um, we're in the state much longer, um, they have, especially in Michigan, but I think most people around the country know this, Michigan has, like, this, they're very, they they like themselves a lot. They really think highly <laughs> of themselves. Yeah. Um, I think at one point they call themselves like an Ivy League. Uh, I don't know if that's like Michigan a thing or not. people that call yeah. themselves the Ivy League. Like they they think very highly of themselves. They think they're one of the best schools, and on paper they're very good. They're like a very competitive school. Um, I want to say they might actually be the. Uh, I actually I, sh- I shouldn't say. I shouldn't guess, but they're definitely one of the top academic schools in the country. I think it Um, depends
1: on program, right? Because as far as I know, we study like business analytics. I think mm -hmm. Michigan don't have that program.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'd say like. I think together, like if you look at University of Michigan together and compare against like other like general schools, um, I think Michigan is very very highly rated. So anyway, the they like themselves a lot and they think of themselves as sort of like the, <laughs> um, the, the best school in the big 10. Um, yeah. and for a while, they, they were pretty, pretty good. Um, in sort of like my lifetime, the big like rivalry thing that happened. So first off the, the rivalry is like just Michigan and Michigan state, right? It's like yep. an inner city or not inner city, interstate rivalry. Um, the big event that happened in my lifetime was uh one of the players of a michigan team um had a press conference i think after they beat michigan state um and this has to be like 10 or 12 plus years ago it's been a while um but one of the players basically made this comment so michigan state was up but then they lost so michigan the university of michigan came back and beat michigan state in football yep. and the player said oh it's like a and I'm paraphrasing poorly here. <laughs> um the Michigan player said, Oh, you know, playing against Michigan State is kinda like playing against a little brother. Um oh, you kinda let oh them no. <laughs> you, kinda, you kinda let them, you know, take the lead a little bit to make themselves feel good, but then yeah. you gotta kinda, you know, bring it down and, and beat up your little brother. So that comment uh sparked a lot of spice.
1: Yeah. Um I can I can this is even worse than you just say that you're sucks, right? Yeah, it, it's, yeah it's kind of yeah it's, it's like not going to educate you how to play football <laughs> yeah
0: exactly so uh and and the cool thing is that that kind of cursed michigan for a while oh is because, it yeah, oh. because yeah because after that i don't know if it was immediately but since i like uh maybe since like 2012 13 i want to say you know, don't quote me on that. Um, Michigan has struggled. Their football program really, really struggled. Um, they had a coach who was, like, there for two years who did very bad. They went, they had, like, this historically good program, and then suddenly it was, like, it was really bad. Um, and they started losing to Michigan State, like, a lot. I think it was, um, I think over a 10-year stretch, they maybe only won, like, three, two or three games out of 10. Um mm-hmm not good yeah and they they started to look up but when i started college in 2014 slash 2015 that's when i was a freshman in college um that was kind of around the peak of michigan state football or yeah peak of michigan state football if if you don't count like the 1960s or whatever times that i obviously don't remember um that's kind of when the uh, Michigan State was like uh, sort of a, a class above Michigan at that point. Um, yeah. Like we were we were doing very well. Um, there were a couple really famous um, famous things that happened at Michigan State Michigan games. Like probably the most famous one is like Michigan was winning, but uh, they. They had to take a punt like they had to get rid of the ball um and it's uh with time like expiring michigan state actually like won the game basically on like a mistake that michigan made um and that was that was really really that exciting. is a curse
1: um if that won by mistake
0: <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much yeah. yeah it was like michigan's fault for for the for the score but like it's it's definitely more competitive now and so every game is like make or break like last season
1: yeah
0: yeah that so the rivalry in football is sort of like at this point in time it's like very back and forth like michigan i think on paper is technically better but michigan state is still like a really good team um basketball michigan state has been pretty good for a long time uh and and michigan at least in my lifetime has been kind of like they've had like some good years where they do really well other years not so much so yeah. uh, i think the rivalry is less strong in basketball
1: yeah uh how people usually celebrate after after we won a football match with Michigan. oh man
0: yeah. uh <laughs> i
1: saw one i saw i saw a lot of people like just kind of fighting and i don't know why but like fight for fun and just push over a, push over a car and just burn couches <laughs> yeah the,
0: the rioting yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty rare that things get out of hand. Like people actually start like celebrating and like destroying things. But um, it has happened a couple of times since since I was in school. Um, yeah. And usually, like a normal game, Michigan State wins. Everyone just kind of like walks from the stadium and everyone's like cheering and partying. And some people will just kind of like stop and hang out, like in the if the weather is nice. Um, and most people will go to like go home they'll drink and then they'll go to parties because usually they the parties don't start until later so um that's usually how most of them go a michigan game like a win at michigan people would just directly go to parties Mm -hmm. and at the parties if things get like out of hand (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that's a that's a different story
1: yeah uh if you i got a friend and he's he's from michigan uh and so for anyone who don't know, the the color of MSU is green and a uh, uh, UMich is blue. So he kind of wear blue on the street oh, yeah. after that game, and people just keep taunting him. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's yeah. that's the thing. Is like
1: um, I, at least so, it's not in person, right? Just taunting for the sport. So I yeah, think, yeah. I think cool. So
0: I would say the rivalry between like Michigan and Michigan State isn't like like if you wore Michigan. University of Michigan stuff in East Lansing, you yeah. usually wouldn't like y- people might say something but like they just kind of mean it. Yeah. jokingly.
1: Yeah.
0: Um uh I have the only time I've ever seen people like get yelled at or something is if you're wearing Michigan stuff and you're being like you're the one uh, being aggressive like you're laughing at people who are sad that their team lost or yeah. something like that. That's the only time I've ever seen people get yelled at but usually it's like it's safe like you can wear yeah yeah, stuff without fear of getting hurt can't say the same about other schools like um like especially in the the southern conference like alabama lsu i think lsu might be one of the scariest ones but i've heard horror stories of people like wearing the wrong team in the stadium and getting like yelled at oh my god not getting uh, hit they take right? it just, way getting, more just getting
1: yelled at not not physically right nothing physical happened I don't, I don't
0: know yeah. I, I like to think that it's just getting yelled at and not physical but that's
1: what I hope <laughs> yeah so uh, let's talk about basketball because uh, basketball is way more popular than Taiwan because we don't have enough, yeah. we don't have enough space for football
0: or... <laughs> no, like, <sure. laughs>
1: yeah also we don't have enough I think football is the popular only popular kind of in U.S. Right? I I as far as I know, like rugby might be more popular, uh, like outside U.S. But, but football is mainly in U.S.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I think American football, where you're like throwing the football. Yeah. Um, I think that's very very much just a a yeah. United States thing. I know Canada has a league, um, and I know that there is an increased interest in football in Europe. So some of the american football teams will go to europe to play um like uh, in play in europe obviously like the professional ones and even some of the college ones um but yeah i think football is mostly just the united states
1: so i think for basketball fans michigan state might not be that unfamiliar because there's a lot of player actually from michigan state come and play in taiwan's league we have like three leagues right now uh do you want to talk about some big a uh, basketball star that was born or, or like the train f- came from Michigan.
0: Oh yeah, this is this could
1: play the NBA right now.
0: Yeah, so there's there's quite a few um like the most famous one for sure is Magic Johnson. Yeah. Um I, obviously he's He's like a superhero,
1: right? I saw people hang his picture all everywhere.
0: Yeah, he's got his own statue and yeah, stuff. that's crazy. Um he's probably the most famous of all all time. Um yeah more recently draymond green is probably like right now the most famous current michigan state player Draymond green
1: do you like him um
0: yeah like like him or hate him it (laughs) pretty much depends whether you like michigan state if you like Mm -hmm. michigan state you you sort of have to like him um but i think you told me before that
1: you don't like his attitude that much he's a
0: polarizing person it is you either (laughs) like him or you don't i I like him enough to like some of the things that he does or say. Like I can, I, I can. Think, I think if either.
1: I'm his teammate, I will love him because he's the one that always, you know. Uh, I think he's the one that always protects his teammate. Or
0: yes, for sure. Uh, yeah, and
1: he's always the one that start the fight as well. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. He he does lo- he does a lot of that. Um, but there are other more recent ones. Um, probably equally as. Uh, maybe not equally as famous but jaron jackson oh yeah, um, okay memphis um he's from michigan state he did all right i think he only played i think he only played a year if i remember right okay. um but he did all right uh for michigan state um unfortunately miles bridges was from michigan state and <laughs> yeah. as cool, cool as he was there's some recent news about him that um yeah we, we don't want to associate why with him anymore
1: um do you want to talk about it or don't want to talk about
0: it oh uh he he is uh i think he like assaulted his wife like oh okay uh, physically oh, assaulted called. him yeah i or, think i heard of it yeah yeah um yeah he was like a superstar i think he i don't know if he got a max contract or something it in charlotte but he was he was like one of their top players um yeah and then it came out that he was actually a horrible person um so like yeah we we don't we don't like him anymore
1: okay how um, how many years did stay in league till now? uh
0: i want to say it was like three or four like three he was still pretty okay pretty new ish I, uh, I don't M- think he was technically rookie
1: yeah that's a crazy thing about nba right like i think five years you're already a veteran right yeah yeah but three years is still like still pretty fresh but if you can i think the average year that like, people stay in nba league is five years as far as I remember. Yeah. Pretty competitive. Yeah, that
0: could be. Yeah, he was... So he was in school when I was in school. So I think he... He's, I think he's younger than 30. Okay. So I think he's really only been in the league for... Because he, he was on the team for maybe two years.
1: Okay. A lot of school, like UCLA, or they just, you know, some five-star high school player, they just joined the team for one year and they just went to the draft does Michigan has that as well?
0: Uh not to the extent that other teams do. Um so I think like the the biggest example of a like we call it like a one and done mm-hmm. program is where you like you're a five star, you go to this school to go for one year and then you're done.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Kentucky is like the biggest yeah, school yeah. that people do. Um I think UCLA is maybe a little bit better about it like um they they do attract obviously good talent. Yeah. Um Michigan State is a little bit different. They don't tend to do that. Okay. Um the the cool thing about Michigan State is they kinda of build people up. They get the most out of oh,
1: I like it. Like I like it so much. Younger
0: <laughs> talent. Yeah. Like Draymond Green is the best example of that. I think he, I don't even know if he was like a rated recruit coming in, but mm-hmm. he he was like a just a good player, just needed like a good good guidance good coach and um i think michigan state right now has like at least top three coach i i think people could argue pretty easily that he's the best college coach these days yeah um yeah uh he's like a legend but um so to answer your question we typically don't get like the five stars that are one and done Mm -hmm. however we have in the past like jaron jackson is an example of that and um last year uh the number one recruit in all of the united states was planning to go to michigan state but he decided to go somewhere else oh um, so sad. <laughs> yeah amoni bates i think that was mm-hmm. his name uh he ended up going to memphis i think and then okay. only played like one game and then now he is playing somewhere else um he didn't even like do the one and done um anyway okay uh, that said, the, I think it's the next recruiting class. So not the one that'll play this year, but the next one, um, they have a lot of really straw, like they have a lot of four stars, four-star yeah. basketball players. Um, I think their recruiting class is like top three in the, con- top three or top five in the country. Yeah. So, uh, assuming that they s- stay committed to Michigan state, um, I think we'll have a lot more talent at Michigan State than uh, than we have had in the past. But we're still the kind of school that, like, if you give us a good, talented player, we're going to, they're not going to be, like, a superstar. Yeah. Um, like, we're not the kind of team that's going to do, like, let someone be flashy and, you know, like, hog the hog the ball just because they're good. Yeah. Um, we're the kind of team that, like, makes sure that, like everyone gets the fundamentals right and no one is like showboating or
1: um, yeah that's what i see during the game i only see like two games but uh i think none of the because you know right now there's a lot of point guard they just try to show off yeah right so people can see them so they get more chance on social media or exactly yeah Yeah. but like michigan they you cannot i i this is far as far as i know like you cannot really tell who is the superstar of the team yeah. Right. I think that's Michigan's uh basketball vibe. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. They um and a good example is like the our coach is not afraid to like bench the five stars. Oh, that's like Jaron cool. Jackson, if he isn't playing well, he gets put on the bench. Okay. Um yeah. and and same like all of all of our players. So it doesn't matter um if they're like five stars or not, like our coach will get like the best out of his players and if the recruit isn't playing well then
1: yeah the okay so uh i think michigan state has a really good basketball culture but what happened to detroit piston why they're so bad this day this day's...
0: i honestly <laughs> i couldn't tell you like why because that that downfall came uh before i was even like okay. aware of of that so um they definitely were good, and the like the first memories yeah. of the Pistons I had were back when they were, uh, I don't know, were they like the Bad Boys or something? Yeah, like Isaiah Detroit? Thomas, I Dennis like,
1: Rodman. Those. That, yeah, that it was, like, yeah.
0: Wallace, yeah Bill, I was like, Ben Wallace, Chauncey Billups. Like they were, yeah. they were like really. I was a big fan. Yeah, yeah um, they're
1: they're so good. They're they're like tough. They're the toughest yeah. thing. So. so
0: that and that's what I loved about the Pistons is like I like that tough team. That's that's what I like to root for um honestly i couldn't tell you why they dropped off and the problem like the sort of the last like five ish years the problem has been that the pistons don't do they don't tank um so uh teams that tank they get high draft picks they kind of reset you know they get like a superstar in and they can kind of like rebalance the team um i i didn't feel like the the pistons didn't do bad enough to get a top pick okay but they obviously didn't do good enough to like get to the playoffs and like earn like notoriety from other teams in the league like people didn't want to play with the pistons and so it was hard to tra- attract yeah talent. um like they had blake griffin but uh, like he i i think he was already past like his because he w- he was really good but i i don't think he we was they have it now
1: they have blake griffin now or last year think... uh
0: no he went to the nets yeah
1: um, after after piston right he went to the Nets. yeah i think so i think right now he didn't he cannot get a position in the league right now this year blake griffin yeah i think he just nobody wanted to have him i i don't yeah I honestly don't know why
0: i i don't know either i mean i thought the the nets were a pretty good place for him because like he can just kind of not have to worry like he it the game isn't Around him anymore. I think yeah. he's not good enough to be like the centerpiece of a team, but when he's like a supporting player, I think he, from what I remember of him, at like, yeah, he's he he, a he he, right? He's
1: been jump shots right now, it's pretty good. So he should yeah. be able to fit the playing style nowadays. Yeah. So, so there's so, a, I yeah, I think one of the most memorable moments for Piston last year or this last season was. LeBron James elbow one of the Pistons player. Do you know that?
0: I I think I I saw that. Yeah, uh, so he
1: LeBron kind of elbowed one of the player, and there's like blood, like like waterfall came from his yeah left left eyebrow. Yeah. Yeah, there's the yeah, most memorable. was it someone time.
0: like gonna like fight him? Like, uh, the dude that did get hit was uh like gonna fight or something. Yeah. I I don't remember, but
1: yeah. yeah. So. So I guess this is another Unsloth mystery why Piston is so bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think there are better, like people who have been fans for like 20 plus years would be able to tell you like yeah. Wow. I, I Actually, I'm sure you could like Google that too.
1: I guess uh, okay, from my perspective, I will say market issue because I think Starfront from Detroit that you know, Detroit start from falling the economy. So that's, I, I don't know. I, I would
0: agree that that's probably a so, Not they don't have enough money. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. I, yeah.
0: I don't know if it's a money problem because there are a lot of businesses, like big monster businesses in Detroit. I think attracting the talent is difficult.
1: Yeah. Like, true.
0: do people want to live in, in Detroit? No. Yeah.
1: I think Detroit kind of came back, but we will talk about that later. So, sure. uh, do you want to talk about some cool towns in Michigan? Because you, you took me to a lot of cool towns, they are really cool especially the christmas tale
0: yeah but i think you are the better person
1: to introduce those (laughs) tales
0: sure yeah so um i i'll i'll kind of list make like two lists so there's like the famous list places that you've probably maybe you've heard of like people in the united states um or at least like the midwest would know um so uh i i don't know maybe the most famous one in michigan would probably be like uh, okay first off like Detroit is cool it's got a lot of things it's a city um, yeah like a lot of art cool tech uh, architecture obviously that's world famous um, uh, Lansing nah, not that exciting Ann Arbor <laughs> pretty cool yeah. um, Ann Arbor has probably got the most like concentrated good food like there's good food in Detroit there's good food in Lansing but Ann Arbor it's like a lot more good food yeah. um, so so I was like the normal ones grand rapids is a smaller city kind of cool sort of a young hipster vibe <laughs> um yeah so those are like the the main ones that everyone knows um slightly slightly like if you're in michigan you know about them uh traverse city is also really nice it's sort of in the north western portion of the state um like it's it's a very rustic spot mm-hmm. so it's surrounded by woods there's not a lot of traffic or highways around there um there's a lot of like it's and it's right along the lake so there's lots of um boating and water stuff there um lots of rich people take their big boats out um yeah. in that area really nice um there's also uh Mackinac island so this is oh. sort of a oh my god difficult i want to go thing. there so
1: bad <laughs> what i want to go there so bad but i didn't get yeah. the chance
0: it's it's difficult to explain why it's cool, but it's such a calming, relaxing place. They so, got
1: horses, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're on this island, um, and it's a small island. Like you can walk around it. It's like the total distance around the island is like eight miles, so it's easy to like walk or bike. Like it's a small island. It's like a teeny tiny city, and like it's woods, mostly woods. Everything is flowers and plants um there's no cars there's like one i think there's one ambulance and one fire truck okay Um, but they obviously don't drive around everything is bikes it's like a (laughs) honestly like as weird as it sounds it's sort of like a pokemon city okay where (laughs) where it's just like flowers and people walking around in bikes and horse okay maybe there aren't horses in pokemon but like (laughs) yeah it's like a really small cute town yeah um they have like one main street and uh, like sweet shop, so it's it's really cool. It's very peaceful, you know. There's no honking. There's no uh, everything is green. It's beautiful. Um, I think those are like the the famous ones,
1: the yeah.
0: sort of secret spots, the ones that not even and people in not Michigan don't even know um
1: oh there's
0: okay. one place that i really like that i actually will be going to at the end of the month is called fishtown fishtown um, okay fishtown yeah it's uh, literally it's just, just, nor- just fish right yeah fishtown okay cool um it's a north so it's northwest of traverse city so it's uh like in the mitten it's very far north um uh, northwest um and obviously in the winter not interesting but in the summer They have like, it's like a very historical, like, hey, this is how people fished in the 1800s. Like, it's a very old sort of traditional uh, spot. Um, There's not a lot to do, but it's surrounded by water and woods. So if you like that, which obviously I I like, which will be a theme on my list. Um, But they have a really cool restaurant that's by a waterfall. And the fish will jump in the waterfall. So oh you get God. to like sit there and eat really good food. So um, the fish will for... not jump
1: into your plate, right? Or just—it's
0: <laughs> pretty close, but no, okay. they won't <laughs> jump into your plate. Um, it's kind of weird though, because what happens is, yeah, there's like a restaurant right on the water next to the waterfall, and this restaurant is famous for fish and chips. So okay. like breaded fish, fried fish, really good. Even even as someone who doesn't like fish, I think it's good. Okay. Um, so you're sitting there eating your fried fish and the fish are jumping... Jumping, jump into through
1: a pot, and you got another it's, fish. It's,
0: <laughs> kind of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of dark, but it's, it's really cool. It's like a very, like peaceful, you can spend like, you know, an afternoon day. It's good food. Uh, um, a couple other ones. Uh, there's a place called Sagatuck, which is south of, it's right on the water, south of Grand Rapids. So kind of in the lower part of Michigan. Um, that also is sort of like a place where you really only spend a day, uh, but it's along the river. There's some good food and shops. Um, it's I, I would say it's probably more catered towards like older people. Like it's not a mm-hmm. young yeah. hip place to go, but um, again, really peaceful. Not a lot of traffic, so you can like park, walk around, get some ice cream, get some um, candy and food, and uh, sit along the water. Yeah, really nice. Um, and then other ones that are maybe a little more famous, um, Bay city is like in the Eastern part of Michigan. It's like one of the only places in like the Northeast part of Michigan. Um, and, like if you're looking at Michigan on a map, it's like right in the thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, actually really cool place. Uh, um, they have, there are a couple companies there that actually built up the city. Um, and I had a friend who lived there for a little while. And when I visited, uh, cool food there's like a cool downtown area where it's um it's not a big city it's i wouldn't even really call it a city like a really small city but there's a lot of cool things to do there and it's like a the type of place where like if if you like how nice people are in michigan yeah. um this is a type of town where everyone kind of knows everyone and you know waves high, and uh, people are nice so really cool yeah. and they do they have like car festivals and stuff there so like if you like cars they'll have like a cool parade of okay cool and fancy cars um and then the one you mentioned uh frankenmuth is like a german themed town uh it's not even a city it's a town yeah um and it's like literally one street basically yeah they um, got a one,
1: only one street and one christmas shop right
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it's a very small town but it is like a cool thing to spend a day in um <clears throat> there's actually a big mall but in that area um slightly further away but uh so you like go to the mall and then you go to this town and the town is cool it's like german themed so you have like a lot of german food and there's some good restaurants there's a brewery there that's semi-famous in michigan but the the big thing in frankenmuth is the christmas shop yeah which is the most ridiculous thing
1: it's <laughs> yeah like,
0: <laughs> on, if you're if you if i'm explaining it to you it sounds ridiculous yeah but if you actually go there it's magical
1: yeah
0: uh but it is essentially the world's largest christmas shop and it is massive yeah. like bigger than like a, a if you've ever been to like a costco or something like that it's bigger than that bigger than wall it's massive
1: things like three costco combined together exactly and it's four. like a
0: maze it's it's it huge. is it
1: is amazing and it
0: is a hundred percent christmas stuff you can <laughs> find if you can think of an object any object i can almost guarantee as long as it's like you know not too weird um i can probably find a christmas ornament of it. any animal musical instrument, car it's crazy. Yeah. Um they have Christmas ornaments, I think for every country. I don't actually know if they have they have uh, it for
1: Taiwan. I checked. They do? <laughs> they do have for Taiwan. That's <laughs> that, awesome. that is yeah, crazy. They have
0: it's crazy. They Yeah. It's a giant maze. It's all Christmas. Every kind of Christmas tree, like fake Christmas tree you can imagine, a teeny tiny one for your desk, a massive like twenty foot one that you couldn't even like fit in a car um it's amazing and honestly like some of my favorite memories as a young kid are going there like before christmas because it's like uh it's so warm and like christmassy like the spirit like even if you're not into christmas if it's Mm -hmm. maybe not your religion or anything like that it is still quite the experience
1: yeah Uh. (laughs) yeah i remember i think i told you before like i think that shop they kind of collect currency from all around the world yeah they even have but they don't have the newest currency of taiwan because we changed our currency like that's 30 years ago Well,
0: they so you the, need to go there and
1: yeah i need to them. give it to them but they have the old taiwanese currency that is so weird <laughs> <laughs> and they have yeah. like the country that disappeared what is that czech slovakia
0: oh really yeah yeah they even
1: have that the currency for that country that nobody even like i don't know that country doesn't even like, yeah. appear anymore, but they have their currency. That is so weird,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's 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 weird, but cool, yeah. They have actually. I'm like, curious, yeah. what was your like first thought? Like, before and after you went, were you like, what were you expecting before you went there? And then after you went there, before like, I just wh- think
1: that it was so weird, I think. Like who will celebrate Christmas during July? You know. <laughs>
0: yeah, cause we went. Yeah, we went in July. Didn't yeah, we? yeah.
1: Like who will celebrate Christmas in July? Like in the and, middle of summer. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like, how can they maintain their business? Cause who want to buy anything, you know, <laughs> during July about Christmas? But I think that's just after I went there. I actually went back a couple of times. A couple of times, we got like it, cause they're just you know just like you said it's ridiculous but it's fun
0: (laughs) it's like a museum like (laughs) it is a museum you don't have to buy anything you just walk around and
1: yeah yeah and like you said i i remember you want us to me and tina the other taiwanese uh you want us to each think of an animal right and then see can we if we can find an ornament about it and we we do find an ornament about it that is so ridiculous
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they kind of i
1: think I, I guess how they do their business is they just kind of export all the christmas related stuff to all all could around be. the world right because
0: could be and i i think part of it too is um i think they they probably get a lot of money from like either the government or they might actually be affiliated with the church oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. one thing is pretty clear when you go there is like they're um obviously Christmas is like a, a Christian holiday yeah. and they are pretty like, cr- like all of the messaging is about uh, sort of the Christian faith. So I wonder if they have some sort of like tax relief because they, maybe they're associated with the church so they could get, save some money that way. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, I mean, I, I think they probably make enough money in the winter cause they, they probably attract people from, all over the place and people probably i mean i see people spend money there like i think they probably yeah they probably make
1: money but okay the last time i went there they actually also have halloween stuff but cool but in christmas thing that is so weird interesting (laughs) yeah (laughs) like they put the halloween stuff but also a little bit christmas vibe around it yeah, so it's like a Christmas I, Halloweenish stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I think that's a common thing because the holidays are close. It is weird though because Halloween is uh, like the opposite of a Christian holiday. Yeah, true. Holiday. true. <laughs> so it is. It's interesting that they do that, but still
1: so yeah. cool. Uh, the other couple of cool town that I went to, I'm not sure whether you know, it's New Haven. Like, if New you wanna, Haven. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to surf, I, you can. You can actually surf in Michigan. Like that is so cool. Right. Yeah. My friend told me that like Michigan Lake is so big. They went, they went surf because I usually surf in Taiwan, but I didn't know that you can surf in a lake. That is so weird, but it's so cool.
0: It's yeah. It's pretty, ri- like we for sure don't get waves large enough to surf like on the ocean level. Yeah. Um, however, when we do get waves that big, it's actually pretty dangerous to yeah, like, if you're, yes. if you're an expert surfer, like sure, like no problem. But, um, like if waves get too big like i i'm obviously in chicago when waves get that big they don't let people in the water oh because obviously like tourists if you let them in the big wave water it's dangerous so yeah they just don't let you in
1: uh the other the city the most famous city is detroit right like around michigan
0: in michigan detroit is for sure the most famous have you have
1: you been there or like do you like it
0: yeah, so I've been there a couple times. Um, I haven't spent, like, like I've never stayed in Detroit. I always, like, go to Detroit and come back. So um, I've gone for baseball games, um, meeting some friends, uh, I guess. Um, I've been in, like, the downtown area, like, where all the buildings are. Um, and I've been also in some of the suburbs. So um, yeah. I think I, I do like it. Um, I think Detroit has a really awesome history um it is it's sort of sad history though Uh, yeah so like so when i was deciding where i wanted to live i was i kind of picked chicago over detroit because um, i think chicago had a little more uh a little more opportunity as far as like what i was looking for so yeah
1: did you went to the abandoned plant in detroit
0: uh, no, I've never been to an abandoned Oh, you plant.
1: should, because we, we should have another episode talk about it, because my favorite part of Detroit is the abandoned plant.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, and abandoned houses. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that's a little dangerous, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it, it uh, is kind
1: of dangerous. So when I went into the plant, like abandoned place, you kind of, you will see there's some needles on the ground. Some people did drug there. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah, but like actually, it's better than New Orleans because New Orleans people just do drug on the street; they don't care. <laughs> and the other stuff is you will find some really, really old paper, on the like wow. inside the plant, like ten years ago, old paper talk about some old news, like nobody even cares about.
0: Wow, that's that's cool. Yeah, we Kinda should. Creepy, actually.
1: Yeah, we we can go back. Like, I love that play. That play looks like a zombie apocalypse. Like nobody's there.
0: <laughs> you should do a podcast episode from there, but at like midnight, <laughs> yeah. so it's like super creepy.
1: Yeah, but a lot of hipster went there. Do you know that? Really? Yeah, because mm-hmm. they just go there to take pictures. Because I mean,
0: I could, it, like, I-, I think there is a lot of artistic opportunity. Oh, in is. detroit yeah. um like i don't know there's something to be said about like rising from the the destruction or the at uh, the ashes of the city there's like a lot of cool yeah. stuff you could do about that but
1: yeah i need to find a time to go back to michigan and we can we can visit detroit together we can also pick the time to visit eight miles have you ever been there
0: uh i'm pretty sure i've driven on an eight mile road but i don't think i've been where that place uh, is
1: pretty dangerous
0: (laughs) yeah i'm like fairly certain i yeah uh,
1: so i think that's it about all the questions uh do you have anything that you want to like say to my 55 audience right now
0: (laughs) uh, (laughs) i hope my audience will keep increasing (laughs) yeah if like people are interested in michigan like a beautiful place i mean i think uh i think all places in the united states have a lot of merit to them um you know if you're the what i love about the u.s is there's such a range of like thinking geography and nature aspect there's such a variety of places to be if you like the ocean and the coast yeah california is great and amazing very expensive yeah. but if you got the money do it yeah <laughs> true <laughs> but like the places that are like not really shown in the best light as far as like internationally goes like people like to make fun of the u.s south a lot oh, of people Alabama, you know, have their stereotypes right. yeah. um honestly that place is beautiful um might take a little longer to like learn like understand their english because uh the, the southern accent the twang,
1: accent
0: right? is, the twang. <laughs> yeah the, the the southern like the deep alabama mississippi accent is probably the toughest to understand in the united states but yeah honestly still beautiful places so um yeah and like if you like the big city new york uh isn't isn't the biggest city in the world but it is Absolutely massive if you like that. New York is um, the place
1: you can you can you can do everything you want, but I'll yes. tell I'll tell you about this later.
0: <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Something <laughs> shitty <laughs> happened in New York. Sounds good. Yeah. Um yeah, so uh US great place to be, great place to study. Um it has its problems for sure. Hundred yeah. percent. Happy to talk about that in the future. But um yeah, I don't know thanks for thanks for yeah so me.
1: so for my perspective i will say to a lot of people a lot of taiwanese that if they want to study in u.s not just look at california there's a lot of pretty cool places around around u.s right yeah oh yeah, yeah. so yeah
0: it, and sorry to interrupt the one other point no i make yeah. is um there are several um like ranking systems mm-hmm. to the u.s colleges so like, one big one that, like, if you're, oh, yeah, you want to look at what options there are in the United States, um, I would maybe look to focus on, the, like, the conference level before so, you pick the school. So, um, like, several conferences, if you are extremely smart and have a lot of money, honestly, is kind of important, you yeah. can go to Ivy Leagues, and those are around the country. Um If you want, like, the highest caliber schools, um, you really need to look at, like, the Big Ten and the Pac-12. There are also other ones. But um, once you, like, those types of schools at that level are so general that really, um, you know, unless you know exactly what you want to do, all of the schools are going to provide you an amazing education. um, And, like, Even from my experience, of course, I've only applied to like two jobs in my life, or not applied, only have had two jobs in my life. Um, like the um, my college wasn't even that big of a deal. Uh, I think really the only time you'd ever your college would get you your job is if you go to like an Ivy League. Other than that, you're you know, everyone knows that a Big Ten school is going to be good, yeah. Um, and I think you really. Don't have to stay in California to get like top notch.
1: That is pretty helpful for a lot of people because, uh, you know, Asian culture usually, if they don't get the top school, they would a lot of people will feel like their life just ruined because they didn't get the top school. They will not get a job. But actually, a lot of school. This is I think most of the school there are pretty good. And being a top school doesn't mean that you're good. You, I think everything need to decided by your own skills, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And. um like i i totally understand that like i um even in michigan like michigan state is the second best academic school in michigan like uh there are really only like one or two things that michigan state does better than the university of michigan so um you know i had a friend who didn't get into the university of michigan really sad and bummed out but like you have to understand that the difference between schools is really only important when you want to uh specialize in one very specific true, thing True. so like if you uh like if you're just gonna get like an engineering degree any yeah. big 10 school is going to be amazing yeah technically like sure you know one might be slightly better than the other but i think um you know when you but when you do the financial part when you look at the budget when you look at the school and the other opportunities every school is going to have a million things to do you're not going to be able to do everything yeah um and honestly my advice to people looking for a school is you obviously go to as good of an academic school as you can true but college is like 50 maybe like 60 percent uh like academics and education but like a big chunk like that 40% is you learning how to be like an adult person, like learning how to, how to make friends as an adult, learning how to like join clubs and picking up like these small skills. And um, like, I I feel like I didn't prioritize or uh, when I was in school, I focused on academics, but that wasn't everything I did. And I am very appreciative of like, Meeting friends, going to experiences. Um, You know, if I, I actually didn't skip class that often, but I would, I would have fun. And looking back, you don't want to go to college like Harvard and study ninety percent of the time and have fun ten percent of the time, versus going to like, yeah, I mean, even something like USC is still high caliber, but not an Ivy League. That's the type of place where you go to, you study most of the time, but you have fun you experience um california and,
1: uh yeah, yeah yeah true uh the other thing that i just want to add on so i think columbia is one of the ivy league right is it Colombian? yeah Colum- i yeah. think so so most of my co-workers they actually came from Colombian columbia university yeah so high education does not necessarily means that your skill is good just means actually that you- yeah
0: exact same thing here uh uh, one of my managers is from columbia and new york
1: oh is it oh my god so we feel the same thing (laughs) yeah
0: i mean that's that's the thing i think uh what i love about the u.s and especially like there are so many schools that no one knows all of them Mm -hmm. you might get lucky like honestly if you're if the hiring manager is from michigan state
1: yeah and
0: they see michigan state honestly that's probably like a good good thing um i i feel like school really doesn't matter when you're in like the top conferences oh yeah
1: yeah that's what i feel because in taiwan there's a school matters a lot but that's what i feel in like u.s uh school doesn't matter that much skills matters more school yeah. maybe you'll get you yes. the first round interview but after that uh it's all based on your skills that's what i that's how i feel right
0: ah, i totally agree i yeah. think uh the the um only or what am i trying to say oh uh so when you are trying to rank school because schools are so general in the u.s yeah you can't really rank them generally like you can rank them by things like how often do people from the school get jobs like their uh job rate job job placement rate yeah. um, that's a very valuable metric but like schools are so big that there really isn't a good way to Uh, quantitatively rank the schools and because of that like it's it's you can't really say which school is the best school you can rank them by like how expensive they are to get into it but like you know a person because schools are so general if you have two people with like from University of Michigan academics and Michigan State academics um, I don't think it's fair to say this person is better just because you know their school is okay. arbitrarily ranked higher yeah um, I think the schools are so competitive that it's uh, yeah. it's really where do you want to to be rather than what school is the best
1: true um I think so that's it about this episode I hope we can keep doing this so thanks for being here Ben
0: yeah thank you so much okay that's it bye everyone
1: 所以到結尾的音樂介紹的時間啦這首歌是 Stevie Wonder 的 I just called to say I love you 可能我比較知道的就是阿姆吧 Stevie Wonder 是一個離... East MSU 大概一个小时的车程，有时候也是蛮好玩的。像我是到了 有時候也是蠻好玩的 像我是到了Michigan的時候才發現 喔原來蠻多蠻有名的人我以前都蠻熟的人 Stevie Wonder的 I Just Called to Say I Love You
0: No Libra sun, no hot